Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer and episode 243 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to open this episode with a quote from the brilliant Dale Carnegie. Your purpose is to make your audience see what you saw, hear what you heard, feel what you felt. Relevant detail couched in concrete, colourful language is the best way to recreate the instant as it happened and to picture it for the audience. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Oh, hey there. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you're well. Uh, I'm a little tired myself. And that's because we had uh, another performance of my play Crunch last Friday. And that was a late night and then weekend we had late nights. And to be honest, I'm still getting over it all. But I'm thrilled to share that the audience loved the show. And we have some more dates for Crunch coming up in November in London and in the beginning of December in Wiltshire. And if you're interested, if you're in those areas and you're interested in a night out to watch some comedy drama, watch me strap my stuff on the stage, then I will put a link to the show details in the show notes. Uh, It should be a good night out. Uh, People have had a laugh so far. But enough of crunch. Let's talk about today's show. Now, if you've listened to many episodes of The Speaking Club, you will no doubt have heard me share that a talk should be planned and scripted. But at the right time, you should let go of the script to bring the talk alive for you and your audience, most importantly. And that's what this episode is all about. You've probably heard me share about a talk structure that I developed to make it easy for you to engage your audience with stories whilst also moving them onto the same page as you so that they're more likely to buy into your idea, change, product or service emotionally and logically. But as I always say, the content is only half of the equation to becoming a great speaker and the other half is about how you deliver the message and those stories. Because it's important that you're able to lift the content off the page and breathe life and personality, emotion and performance into it so that it becomes compelling for your audience and exciting and easy for you to deliver. And what I wanted to do in this show is share an excerpt from a coaching session with one of my Nail Your Signature Talk in 60 Days clients, Catherine Wheatman. Although Catherine speaks regularly for organisations like the UN and Harvard, she wanted to take her speaking and storytelling to the next level and we've been working on that. She's founder of Rethink Global, an author, expert, advocate and thought leader in the circular economy space. And, you know, she has a difficult path to tread with her message so that she makes people aware of the issues, but brings her audience with her. 
And we talk about how she can do that and some ways that she can add spice and seasoning into her talks. So without further ado, let's head over to that conversation. Now I'm now I'm kind of thinking that the next stages of um, you know all this what what are you calling it the the fine tuning the spice and seasoning yeah that's going to be the real challenge for me and I think I think there's loads of opportunities for me to use the spice and seasoning things and and the structure itself to help bring people with me yeah um, instead of just ending that up with them thinking they've just you know they've they've had a load of information but now that it either feels like a mountain they've got to climb because there's too much to do or they just feel like they've been criticized for implicitly for you know for not being on the journey already and so those are the bits that i've i've really got to work to overcome it's interesting because i don't i i mean just in terms of the talks that you've told talked me through that you've done I don't see that. I think I think it's important that you do say, you know, it isn't wrong to put your stake in the ground and say, I think we can do better. And mm. as long as you put yourself with them, because that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to create that barrier. So as long as you say, I think we can do better mm. um, and bring yourself into this, you know, and uh, so that you're with them, you know, showing them the path, you know, Moses was with the people that he was leading out of Egypt. I don't know where that came from, but, <laughs> but, you know, he was at the front and he had the power to, to, but he was with that, that group. So it's, you know, so I think as much as possible is, you know, always use that thing of letting them off the hook so mm. that you make that statement and then just, you know, and then let them off the hook and just sort of that push and pull and push and pull you've got to bring mm. the people with you and you've got to be with them rather than you know have across the divide you, you know that whole the whole thing is that you are over here because you know but you've got to step back mm. and build the bridge to get them across to where you are so, yeah yeah it's kind of well, I've just got to find ways to do that. And and whilst whilst I am aware of it and have been forever kind of thing, um, I guess it, you know, I guess that style was embedded well before I got onto sustainability because of all the times when I'd been, you know, patronised or... Yeah. Um, and again, we talked about this, you know, a lot of that comes back from... Um, things you've learnt intrinsically with, with your family and stuff yeah. about, you know, how how views and so on are communicated. So I'm constantly trying to overcome that. But I do think the the humour, particularly if I can get some good self-deprecating things yeah. in there, um, and the voice, I guess. And I watched the um, America... Ferreira. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting in terms of the emotions that mm. that she kind of paused a tiny bit before each new mini story. And it was as if you were seeing the emotions she would have experienced at the time. 
yes coming yeah. out on a face and in a body language and stuff and i thought that was really powerful yeah um and really really kind of enhanced the empathetic feelings and and so on yeah and i think you haven't got to rehearsal yet have you to the uh, module no yeah. but okay. i do i do i do because that's yes if, if i have if i haven't rehearsed it out loud at least three times i've got no chance <laughs> even if it's something i did only a few weeks ago it takes um probably five times or more if i want to do it with hardly any notes oh no that's that's reasonable in fact i Is think it? that probably, okay yeah i see i should think that's a lot quicker than most people to be fair well I, know, suppose, so- I suppose a lot of the you know a lot of the bits are chunks from other talks yeah um what i was gonna say was that one of the ways that I suggest to rehearse is is to recreate the experience. And one of the things that you can do with this is to play with the story from different perspectives. So you as the protagonist, you as the as the other person in the story, you know, just because it what it does is, you know, it, this is the thing we we remember stuff through uh, audio, visual, and you know smells, pictures, mm. smells, and noises. Yeah, kinesthetic, kinesthetic so, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So when you are, even if it's not your story, even if it's a story that you've taken, then going through that story as if you were mm. in it, and it is an experience. So it goes into your memory. Because when we when we get triggered and we remember a story, something triggers us. That's you know that one of those things. Mm. But you know, even like we, we're we're just rehearsing the play at the moment for this Friday, and we've got to the point with the script again. We did it, and now we're sort of we're close to performance ready again. I mean, obviously acting slightly different, but it's it takes when you get to that level of natural where it becomes so natural to you, it feels like you are the character, like you are in the experience. And that's what she did. You know, she took her back self back to that moment um, and recreated that moment for the audience, mm. you know, and that's, you know, when, when you've got this signature talk, that is your sort of, you know, your showpiece, if you like, and, and those stories in there, then that's where you want to get to. And it almost feels so natural. Then you can almost transport yourself back to you know even if it's not your you know if you were talking about you know you could be telling the kodak story from the perspective of someone in the boardroom or or the person mm. that was going hey i think we should be paying attention to this you know digital i think it's going to be a big thing you know then you're like it's a different thing to then if you're just saying well kodak you know they yeah. did do you know what i mean so yeah that's really interesting yeah um and that's kind of given me a, a unlock, unlocked a kind of, um, not a problem, but a, a way into some of the stories. Um, th- so with a lot of the examples, like I was saying, they're not really stories yet. They're kind of, yeah. you know, um, it, it's it's a story and outline in terms of this is the problem, this is what they did, but there's no emotion yeah. or kind of um, uh, often not the human element in there. And one of the ones I've been... Uh, wanting to make into a story which I use a lot is uh, a reusable packaging thing so there's you know there's a really good story there 
Yeah. But that's just given me a really good way in to kind of, you know, try and tune into the emotions that he might have been feeling. And, and you know, that thing you just suggested of trying to be him yeah. in this situation could yeah. work really, really well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. You can also bring in the humour like that. That's the, uh, you know, that's where the the humour can come in as well as the human element. So, you know, like in that Kodak story, you know, hello. Like, do you know what I mean? Like just there's some things, there's a bit of clowning that can come in or all sorts of things. But yeah. There you go. I hope that that excerpt gave you some ideas and insights for your own talks. And Catherine will be coming on the show to talk more about the circular economy and how she uses stories and speaking to support organisations on the journey to better sustainability at some point in the future. However, if you're interested in finding out more about this, then do check out her podcast, The Circular Economy, and also connect with her on LinkedIn. She does post some great stuff about this subject on there. Um, really insightful, really interesting stuff. Also, if you are interested in increasing the impact of your speaking, then two things for you potentially. You can check out my upcoming interactive masterclass where I take you through each part of that structure, my heart map blueprint for story-led talks that sell. And that's on November the 8th. Uh, you can find out more about that by heading over to saraharcher.co.uk slash masterclass. Or you can go straight ahead and have a look at my Nail Your Signature Talk in 60 Days program. There are three ways to do it and a new cohort of the blended program. That's the one that Catherine did with live coaching and self-paced stuff will be starting on the 14th of November. To find out more about that, you can head over to saraharcher.co.uk slash nail your talk. But in the meantime, thank you so much as ever for joining me here on The Speaking Club. And if you are a regular listener and you get value, then I would be so thrilled if you wouldn't mind taking a couple of minutes to leave an honest rating or review for the show over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. Or you can obviously do it on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. Okay, well, that's it from me. I will see you soon. And uh, until next time, you know the drill. Don't forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye bye. Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.